Hey everybody, Melissa Milburn here. Welcome to my podcast along the way. I really appreciate you taking a listen to this. Um, This morning I was reading in Jeremiah and there was something that I read, a passage that I read that just reminded me um, of how we live in, in a culture of instant gratification. And, and I'll just um, tell you about my own guilt with that. Um, like at, at our church, um, I'm on staff at our church, and we do not have direct deposit. And that's crazy to me. Like, I don't think I've had a live check since the early 1990s because that's when the place I worked before, you know, went to direct deposit. Hey, they just, hey, it's a miracle. Like, they just put your check in the bank for you. But now, like, I'm I'm so used to that instant gratification of, of that just happening and me not having to do anything other than work for my check. I don't have to work to get it in the bank. I just, it would just show up there, right? Um, and, and now it's like horrible, but I, I have to actually open up my, my bank app and take a picture of the check for crying out loud and then push like the deposit button and just put it in the, put it in the bank that way. Like that's crazy. Like that takes a lot of effort, <laughs> not, or, you know, like even worse than that, in order for me to get my check into the bank, um, you know, I, I actually have to get in my car and drive five minutes from my house and go to the bank. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> but that's the world we live in, right? Like, we just expect things to be easy and and to happen immediately. And I just tell you that story to tell you my own guilt with that. Like, I'm that way too. The struggle, when that becomes a problem, is when we take that way of thinking and apply it to how God works in our lives. Because God's not working on our timetable. Um, he works on His. And we have to remember that His timing is never wrong. It's always perfect. And so as I was reading in Jeremiah um, this morning, I was in Jeremiah, um, and I was reading chapter 29, and, and in particular, verse, uh, verse 11. And as Christians, we really like to throw this verse around. Uh, in fact, I have used it to minister to people on multiple occasions because it's a very encouraging verse. And what the verse says is this. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. And we can hope in that, right? Like, that's a great word from the Lord. Like, we, we want that, and we, and we want to claim that, and we believe that, that all things work for good, right? But we're, we're doing the word a disservice, and perhaps our Christian expectations a disservice, if we don't back up and read verse 10. And so what verse 10 says is this. I'm sorry to have to read this to you. But what verse 10 says is this. This is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for 70 years. But then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised. And I will bring you home again. 
And then verse 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. But you know what? They weren't going to get that immediately. They were going to be in Babylon for 70 years. And so I say that to you to say, you know, maybe your life doesn't look like what you think it should look like right now. Or maybe, maybe you feel like God has told you something or has even promised you something and you don't see it right now. The problem is sometimes in that space is where people lose faith and they think, maybe I didn't hear God right. Or maybe even worse, like maybe God's not even real. Maybe there really isn't a God. And I don't want anybody to, to have those thoughts. God is faithful to his promises. He does work all things to the, to the good for those who love him and who believe in him. Romans 8.28. So hold on, keep the faith, and trust God's timing. And Father, I just lift up my brothers and sisters and maybe even those who don't know Christ who are listening to this right now. And Father, I just pray that they would feel your presence, that they would feel your love, that they would know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are for them and not against them and that you are walking with them even if they can't feel you right now. May they know the truth that you're walking with them. May they also know that as they continue to draw near to you, Lord, you draw near to them. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.